How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Zone Defense. Be sure to follow us on Spotify at Zone Defense Podcast, on Twitter at Zone Defense Pod, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Zone Defense Podcast. And be sure to ring that bell to get post notifications. Today, I'm joined by Chris and Roman, and we will be doing our Fantasy Mock Draft 2.0. I missed the first Mock Draft, so I am super excited to do this one today. Yeah, uh, on that, Drew, uh, it's good to have you back, man. Uh, you, you were on vacation for a little bit, so uh, me and Roman were able to hold down the fort, but we're really glad to have you back in here. But uh, today we're doing basically the same settings as last time. We're doing a full PPR with one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, two flex spots with no quarterbacks included, and then a defense and six bench spots. So, uh, And me and Drew do have a, an actual draft today, so this is going to be a good test for us. Uh, so we'll go ahead and start this draft up. Uh, random selection on spots. So we have no idea what the draft order is. Uh, I'm excited to get into this. Uh, looks like I got the third pick in the draft, which I'm very excited about. Uh, Drew's got the sixth pick, and we got Roman at the uh, 108 spot. So, uh, uh, Drew, go ahead and talk about your draft spots. Uh, me and Roman did this before the draft last time. But. Yeah, so I'm at the what am I at the sixth spot? Um, I'm just really kind of just based on what kind of falls to me, honestly. Um, I'm not. I know a lot of people are like like to go running back heavy here in the first round, but um, if a good receiver kind of comes to me at this spot, um, I'm, I'm more than willing to take him. Uh, I, I have done a lot of different mock drafts, and typically when I'm kind of in the middle of the rounds, it really kind of just based on kind of what falls to me. Um, and if I get crazy here, maybe I'll take George Kittle with my first. So my first oh, draft. wow. Jeez. Interesting. But yeah, I don't know, um, that Niners defense is looking really good, too. I might have to scoop them up as well. So. <laughs> All right. So I'm on the clock now. Um, the three spot may be my favorite spot in the entire draft because it's basically just it's the spot where I feel comfortable getting one of these top. Because I don't think Kamara's a top three back. I think that's a reach right there, him going at the two spot after McCaffrey. So I basically get to pick between Saquon and or I get to take the later of Saquon. Or Saquon or Zeke. So I'm going to go ahead and take Saquon here. Even though I have Zeke a little bit higher in my rankings, I think I would still – I like the ceiling of Saquon a little bit more. So I'll go with him here in this spot. So Michael Thomas, oh. Zeke off the board. Drew, you're on the clock, baby. I was – I saw Michael Thomas's name there at the 104, and I was like, oh, my God, is Zeke really going to fall to me? And he didn't. I was sad. Because I honestly um, – that Saquon Zeke, that's really it's a that's a really hot debate right there. Um, yeah. I think if I remember correctly, I think I had Barkley above Zeke in my running back yeah, Zeke above Barkley. But I, I'm starting to kind of come around Zeke. I mean, they're very very similar players. I feel like um, so I was really hoping maybe Zeke would follow me here, but now I'm kind of in a tough spot. Uh, Dalvin Cook, I just don't like him that much. Uh, I don't like the the injury concerns, um, and I'm looking at a receiver that I personally really love, uh, even though he's on a team that I really hate. And I'm going to take him, taking Devontae Adams here. Wow. As my wide receiver one. Interesting. That's an interesting approach. Because I don't like Dalvin Cook. I'm not buying the hype. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, if you're not going to go with Dalvin, he's the next best running back for sure. So you might as well go with the receiver because you're taking, you're definitely reaching on basically anybody else you go with. So uh, it's an interesting pick. Dalvin went right after. So, Roman, you're on the clock here. And you're kind of in uh, – this is the part of the draft where I'm really just – there's there's only a couple players I really like, and I would I would be reaching on both of them here. So I, I'm interested to see what you do here. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's at the similar spot last time. I was either 107 or 108, and I took – Derek Henry, which I kind of got some flack for uh, after this episode was posted because he's not good in PPR, and I still took him anyways. Um, and he's still available for me to take, but I'm going to pivot from him. Um, you took Joe Mixon last time. He's still available. But, um, you know, there's one player who I did get last time who won't be available at that same range, and he's right there for me. I'm going to go with Clyde Edwards Alaire. That's a great pick. That's who I was round. I was hoping you were going to – I mean, I knew he wouldn't fall to me. I was hoping you weren't going to take him, so maybe he could. But uh, that's a really good pick right there. I, I That was the pick. I was like, yeah, you're reaching a little bit here based on the tier rankings uh, that I'm seeing. He was more in the tier three than the tier two. But I would absolutely take him at the 108, man. I would be willing to take him a little earlier than that even, man. I'm really excited about CEH this year. But you're back on the clock after Eckler – Henry, Hopkins, and Sanders all went off the board, which yeah, if uh, I can just, Sanders, well-known, well-documented, that I would take him there. Yeah, I'm really sad that Eckler's not – I thought Eckler might have fell to me in the uh, yeah. in my next spot. So he, he went pretty high there, but this is a PPR yeah. league. He, this yeah. is a PPR league, so he's a definitely a first-round talent. But sorry to cut you off there, Roman. No, sorry. I was definitely going to go with Miles Sanders if he fell back to me. Unfortunately, he didn't. Um, Julio is still on the board. I could take a quarterback, definitely – 
uh, a possibility in a home league, I, I imagine. But, you know, I'm going to try to be a little bit more professional today. Uh, wide receivers, Jones, Hill, Mixon is still back on the board. And I'm thinking I'm going to draft either Drake or Mixon, who I think both are good in PPR. I think both of you are high on them, or either one of them. Mm-hmm. It just depends on my preference, really. It kind of just it can change depending on the day, but I think this time I'll just go with Kenyon Drake because I think they have a better offense and maybe better team as a whole. And if he performs like he did at the second half of last season, I feel like uh, he'll be a good pick for me. Yeah, that's a good pick for sure. Yeah, this is a this is a perfect example of why you do mock drafts because I'm probably not going to take Devonte Adams in our draft later tonight because I was expecting Drake to fall to me as my RB one, and he's not there. So. And Julio it's, Jones is still staring me right in the face, and uh, I definitely could have taken him as my wide receiver one, which is okay. You could double up on wide receivers here and make it a, make it a more of a uh, an RB zero approach if you want to. I'm really thinking about it, but the receiving position is deep. Um, it's not as yep. deep as people think it is, um, and I'm kind of surprised, honestly, that Hopkins went above. Uh, Julio Jones, I know, I think Chris, you are too. I know we're both a little bit lower on Hopkins just because yep. of the new offense and all that, but I think Julio is going to be better than Hopkins. But uh, absolutely um, getting, I don't know, man. Julio in the mid second is an absolute steal to me. I mean, is, you could leave him on the board, but if he's there for me, I'm absolutely taking him. I don't care what running backs are on the board. It is a steal, but I do really like Joe Mixon, as I said in our RB rankings video. I think that Cincinnati offense, even though not, they might not be a good team, I think they're going to be a sneaky good offense. I believe in Joe Burrow. Um, and I really need to get a running back here, so I'm taking Joe Mixon. Oh, yeah, went off the hand. Goblin went off the board. Man, that, that stings right there for sure. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go with the strategy Drew was talking about before the draft. I'm gonna go with Travis Kelsey in this at this spot. I, I don't know. I, I feel like he's sliding a little too far. I know you like uh Kittle a little bit more. Crap. I, I ended up I ended up taking what I think is still the tight end one in the league, and that's Travis Kelsey. He's been a tight end one for the last what five years. So I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna reject Kittle to be the one over him yet. But the strategy worked out really well for me because now I absolutely am excited about drafting Josh Jacobs at the spot of the yeah. back too. Getting him at the getting him at the three oh three, that is a steal for me. I absolutely love Jacobs this year. I would take him all the way up in the in the the early second round, most likely. As we do see Lamar go with the the three hundred one, like this was something we were discussing before the draft. How you could grab McCaffrey and with the one hundred one, and then come all the way back and get Lamar Jackson at the second turn, and that's what this team did exactly. But looking at the core of Lamar Jackson, Nick Chubb, Christian McCaffrey, that that is very tempting. That's for sure. I will say that. Yeah. I was really surprised. I mean, Lamar went off the board before before Mahomes. Um, after your Kelsey pick, it was Jones, Chubb, Jackson, Kittle, and then after your Jacobs pick, Galladay and Evans both went off the board. Uh, and I'm looking at I'm looking right now, and this is something that I said prior to the draft that I was definitely not going to do. But this is a mock draft, so we're going to have some fun. And the fact that the MVP of the league is staring me right in the face. I know I was preaching to go late with quarterbacks, but I'm already kind of teasing my pick here. I'm going to wait for tight end. Um, and I think I could probably get a decent receiver or running back um, when my fourth round pick comes around. So I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes here as my hey, QB1. Not bad. for It's a good experiment because maybe if you you like your team after this, you end up going with a quarterback early. You never know. That's it's why it's why we do these mock drafts. You got to change up your strategies. That's also why I went with Kelsey. I could have went with a running back, but I do that every draft. So why not go with Kelsey? Mix it up a little bit. I may even do this later. Who knows? Because I mean, if Kelsey's at the two hundred eight, I think that's kind of a yeah. steal. So and Kelsey definitely take him. Even if you have a more lower end uh, wide receiver two, if you have Kelsey, he's basically like a wide receiver one, wide receiver two. He, he'll put up exactly. that note, that amount of production. So even though you might be feeling like hey i'm paying a tight end early it's still it's still basically like it's a receiver it. receiver running back production for sure but yeah, definitely. uh leonard fournette went after my patrick mahomes pick so roman you're on the clock yeah i'm, I'm finding myself following the same strategy i did last time i think last draft i did three running backs in a row i definitely could do that again i the only core other running backs i'm considering right now is Gurley and carson and i'm much more higher on carson than you two based off your rankings uh so that would be my pick if it was a running back. But I feel like a couple of wide receivers I'm also interested in might not fall back to me. I don't want to overdraft, but there's one particular wide receiver who normally does go at the end of the third round, early fourth, that I 
think is better than the ones left available, and that's uh, DJ Moore. He's Man. definitely a, a clear number one. And I'd much rather have him over Juju or Allen Robinson, that's for sure. So I think I'm going to go with him right now and see who falls back to me. Crap. That's it's a solid pick. It's a solid pick. And, and I think I said this before, Teddy Bridgewater is not as bad. Like, he's he's league average, right? And if you look at the quarterback play they had last year. It was pretty brutal. So DJ Moore, and he still put up good numbers. So DJ Moore, I think, has a really good pick. Um, a little high for me, I think I kind of – I like – uh, you see there Robinson, Smith-Schuster, Cup, and Beckham all went after you took DJ Moore. I think I maybe like all, all those guys, maybe except Cup. Uh, I think Cup too. I like all those guys more than Moore, but Moore is still kind of in that tier. He could definitely be a really good receiver. So uh, for, me, for me, DJ Moore, I I disagree with Drew completely there. I, DJ Moore is a great pick for me. I actually would take Moore over Kenny G and Mike Evans as well. So wow. I, he, I haven't met one about that. This you year. Are... I am very high on DJ Moore this year, man. I'm telling you, man. I think Mike Evans. There's some. There's a question mark. Maybe Kenny G. They're back to back in my rankings, I believe. So maybe I would still take Kenny G over him. But DJ Moore definitely in that tier for me. And I think Mike Evans is actually a big time reach there at the 305. I think I would take all those receivers over. Yeah. All those receivers drafted and. Um, going with no receivers so far, I'm starting to regret it a little bit because you look at all those receivers. That receiver line right there: Moore, Robinson, Schuster, Cup. OBJ. I mean, that's that's a lot of receiving. A lot of those receivers I do like, so I'm I'm really hoping one of these few that I still like fall to me. Yeah, it's it's my pick again. I kind of I lucked out a little bit because after more, it was four wide receivers in a row. So if I do wanted Carson, I would take him right here. Um, but I think there's a couple wide receivers who I think won't fall back to me. Um, I'll kind of spoil that. It's either Woods or AJ Brown for me. Um, I think A.J. Brown is a little low in these rankings that they have right here. He's more than a tier four wide receiver. So I could be okay. I would be very comfortable taking him right here um, over a guy like Cooper or Thielen. But hmm, it's really interesting because I know that I'm going to lose either way. I, I can get a guy I want, but the other, anyone else won't fall back to me. Also on the board, Mark Andrews. If I did take him, this would be the opportunity to take him because he definitely won't fall back to me. Um, he normally goes in that fourth round anyways, so... It would be com- I would be fine taking him here. Hmm. It's it's a tough one for sure, especially when you're in the back half of the draft and then it's a big chunk of picks in between. I'm actually going to go with uh, Carson here because I think there's another wide receiver who I could take later on. So um, hmm. I definitely feel more comfortable taking him at this spot than either of you, but um, I think uh, he's a he'll be a good pick for me. And Adam Thielen goes off the board. So Drew, sounds like he's got to tilt a little bit now. Uh, you're looking for your either running back two or wide receiver two here. Yeah, be looking for some safety here, some stability behind yeah. your, your top end guys. Um, man, that really sucks. First of all, Roman, to talk about your pick, uh, I like I, I do like Chris Carson. I've had him on my team the past few years because he's for some reason goes really low just the injury concern though i would take a guy like yeah. i know Gurley has injury concerns too but i feel like the upside of Gurley is a little bit higher than than carson yeah. um also love bell connor gordon all those guys but adam thielen man i was like i'm gonna take adam thielen he's gonna be wide receiver too i'm super happy about it and what about a great pick stupid too bad though stupid team seven just screwed me over so that's tough man um hmm. i'm looking at I think I'm going to go with Todd Gurley here. Yep, I'm taking Todd Gurley as my RB2. I like Todd I mean, that Gurley. running back position dries up soon. I like Todd Gurley. I think he's a solid RB2 pick. Um, and Love Bell goes right there. He's the guy that oh, I was hoping yes, would fall, let's fall back go, to me. Baby. But let's go. I'm confident receivers will fall back to me. But it seems like, Chris, you probably are really excited with whoever you get to take right here. Yep, and I'm not going, I'm not going to shy away from anything. I need a wide receiver one. Not my favorite pick ever at wide receiver one because he's a little bit more inconsistent than other guys, but I absolutely have to go with Amari Cooper here because he's a, he has the upside of that wide receiver one spot. So I, and that's a guy, that's a guy I need right there. So now I'm hoping for another guy to fall to me. And he did not. Robert Woods was, I was the guy he oh, no. back to me. He did not. I am upset about that, but uh, you know, that's why we do these mock drafts, man. It's, it's, it's tough all the time. You got to You got to try to wait worst case scenario. And, Luckily, I have a couple options that I still really like. I think I'm going to go back to the receiver well. Keenan Allen, I'm absolutely not interested in him at all. So I'm going to go with my highest-ranked guy still on the board in any position, which is DJ Chark, baby. No. High on Chark. Let's go. Yeah, Chark, uh, you go, you go, Roman. Oh, I was really hoping he would fall back to me. There's a four or five wide receivers ahead of him, so I thought he could 
have a low key chance of coming back, but I, that's a not, great point. Not past me, baby. I am high on DJ Shark, and now me drafting Travis Kelsey, I have Saquon and Josh Jacobs, which Jacobs was probably going to be my pick in the second round. So basically, I got a, a free Travis Kelsey instead, and then also ending up with a two guys that I have projected inside my top 15 wide receivers. So I am absolutely excited. This draft is going well. So if, if this is my draft, the first five rounds at the three spot in our actual draft today, I'm going to leave that draft very happy. Yeah, that's a good pick, Chris. Um, I was hoping that I, – I figured Cooper wasn't going to fall back to me. Um, but then after after you took Cooper, then it went Andrews, Ertz, A.J. Brown, who I thought might have had a chance to fall back, Robert Woods – and then you took Chark, and then Kareem Hunt, which that's a little high. I There's some guys on the board I'd probably take above Kareem Hunt. I know this take is – Take a look Chark. at that team, man. And Michael then Thomas, Sutton. Chris Godwin, Galladay, Calvin Ridley, and Kareem Hunt. That is an interesting team for sure. Yeah. Team team four, I don't know what they're doing, but they, they got some weird draft strategies here. Wacky but, strategy. Um, <laughs> I mean, you got George Kittle and Mark Andrews. It went to the same team, man. That's – I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't take Mark Andrews that high, but who knows. Um, yeah, too flex league, you never know. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, I'm, okay, so I'm looking at my picks here. I took Todd Gurley last time. There are still some running backs on the board that I like. Um, but just judging by the way the draft is going, I feel like I need to take a wide receiver too right now. Um, Keenan Allen's there. I'm definitely not as low on Keenan Allen as I think you are, Chris. Roman, oh, I feel, yeah, like I feel about him. him. Um, I still think he can be a solid. He's not the wide receiver one he used to be, but I think he can still be a solid wide receiver too. Um, as long as Taylor or Herbert, there's a lot of question marks there. Um, but I'm taking a guy who I've had the last few years. I love him so much. Um, and it's Tyler Lockett. I think I feel like he is severely underrated right now. Um, and I feel he, he's a very solid wide receiver two pick. So I'm taking him at the 506. 507 was Terry McLaurin. And now, Roman, you're up with your fifth round pick. Yeah, I might have to follow the, the path that you went on, Drew. The wide receiver well is definitely drying up. And I'm very disappointed that three of the, my favorite wide receivers did not make it back to me in Brown, Woods, and Shark. Um, yeah, do I go back on Keenan Allen? I'm not very high on him. I wouldn't have taken him if he was still available. But just to give a little rundown of who is available, Melvin Gordon, James Conner, David Johnson, um, they count. They kind of fell a little bit. That's kind of this is they usually go a couple rounds earlier. Um, but I think I'm going to pivot from that. I think I have more than enough. Uh, Dak and Russell Wilson and Kyler are still on the board, as well as Keenan Allen, DK and Devontae Parker. Um, not touching tight ends at all. Um, I need a wide receiver before it dries up even more. And I don't want to take DK Metcalf because I have Car- uh, Carson. And I kind of did, the, we were talking about this last draft, uh, when and when not to uh, draft teammates, uh, right, Chris? And we, I had Carson right. and Lockett. You had Gurley and Julio. Um, I'm going to try and do something a little different. And this will be a riskier pick. This isn't a guy that I'm necessarily going to predict to have the best season again, but. Um, I think that what, what the situation is in Miami, I think Parker can still have a good season. Um, they lost a couple wide receivers, and they're, they may, they did have some signings, but I don't think that'll eat too much of uh, Parker's workload. And uh, I'm just taking a chance on him. Hopefully, he pans out. That's a good pick. I, yeah, I like pick a lot. I was, might, if he had fallen to me somehow, I was definitely going to go with him. The next pick, that was the guy I was definitely highlighted on my draft board. I knew he wouldn't fall to me, so it's a good pick, though. Yeah, I, I was really hoping that he was going to fall back to me. Um, it makes my pick a little bit easier now, I think. Um, but I was really hoping that he would fall. Yeah. Uh, but also Albert Wilson, he just opted out, um, I think, yesterday or a couple days ago. Um, so Parker's going to be really good. Um, even if he has Fitzpatrick or Tua, he's going to be a really good fantasy yeah. option. And I'm really, really high on him. But Roman, take, a, take us away with the other pick. After your pick, it went DK Metcalf, another guy I really like. was hoping he dropped. Melvin Gordon, who went really low in my opinion. And then Keenan Allen, yeah. Tyler Boyd. Another Tyler Boyd guy. I, I know I'm really in on these Bengals, but I feel like he's a little bit underrated too. I had him last year, and he was a really good, decent wide receiver two, receiver three option. But See, Roman, all four me. of those picks to me. Actually, Melvin Gordon I kind of like. I'm out on Metcalf. I'm out on Allen. I'm out on Boyd. So I am, I'm very happy with what just all happened. All right. That's <laughs> I just Metcalf. It's it's not Metcalf's talent. It's the fact that he's going in the same range as Tyler Lockett, even though he literally he did not have a very, like I don't think he had any exceptional he, rookie season. He was good, but he, he came on down the stretch, and especially yeah, in the did. playoffs. He had some. He had a, he had a decent game if I remember correctly. So 
Um, he's just I'm just not int- taking him around a guy like Devonte Parker who was awesome last year. Terry McLaurin, yeah. awesome. Tyler Lockett, awesome. I just am not willing to do that. Even even Keenan Allen, like he was great last year. I would still take Allen over Metcalf. It's it's his draft price. It's not the player. If he was going in the seventh round, I'd absolutely take him. But I just think I think people are overrating his his uh, draft stock a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so it's my pick now, and this is one of those times where you have to know your draft board because I apparently wasn't paying attention. I thought Bell was still available, so uh, not going to take him. Uh, but I think there's some good wide, uh, running backs left. I'll probably dip into that right now. It's either between James Conner and David Johnson, both who didn't have great 2019s, but I think can both bounce back. Um, it's a flip on between either one, and if you want to add Taylor in there, I, I wouldn't be opposed to taking him in the sixth round. Um Dak and Russell and Kyler are still on the board. I think they're going to fall maybe a little bit than what a home league would normally have. Uh, wide receivers, they kind of dry up right up a little bit. It's a tough one. Uh, Connor, Johnson, Taylor. It's a, it's a flip. Uh, I think this time I'm going to go David Johnson. I didn't get a chance to take him last time. And they 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 drafted uh, or they traded away Devontae uh, or DeAndre Hopkins for him. So they're definitely going to use him. And um, – they're going to try and get them in any way they can. So, yep. and as my second flex, I don't mind it. That's a good pick. Uh, I David Johnson probably would have been my next player, and then Deshaun Watson. Hey, teammates, right there in Houston, go right back to back. But yeah, David Johnson, the six hundred three. I think that's an absolute steal. I mean, I'd take him over Kareem Hunt, Chris Carson as of right now. Even though Chris Carson, I do, I do like the pick a lot. It's more. Uh, I didn't really get the chance to touch up on it, but. Uh, the closer it goes, if, if we hear anything about his injury kind of being not, like he's full strength, I will definitely move him up my draft board. He, I'll be willing to take him. So, it, it, but it's just the hip still. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit worried about it. But if it's if it's all good, I'm moving. I would take him in the third round. For sure. Yeah, I David Johnson was my pick. That's why I'm I'm like tilting a little bit here because I thought David Johnson was going to fall off to me, but. It is what it is. I So currently, my team, I got Patrick Mahomes, quarterback, Mixon, running back, Gurley, running back, Adams, wide receiver, and Lockett, wide receiver. There are some receivers still on the board that I like. However, um, as Roman, you were kind of saying, the running back well does kind of dry up. I'm not as high on Jonathan Taylor as you are. Um, Mark Ingram, eh, he's decent. David Montgomery's decent. Um, James Conner, he has some injury concerns, but I think taking him here as my RB3, um, I definitely like the upside he brings, especially if Roethlisberger can stay healthy and he can stay healthy. So um, I'm taking James Conner here as my RB3. Yeah, that's a good pick. I would have been my next pick as well, so I'm a little bit disappointed you went with him. But after him, T.Y. Hilton, Darren Waller, two guys didn't really have on my draft board, but I have a tough decision to make now. I mean, uh, I am also, as well as Drew, not high on Jonathan Taylor at all this year. I just think it's going to be tough for him to get consistent fantasy value. Ah, oh, man, you're really making this tough on me. I'm, I'm very upset you took James Conner here. But uh, still kind of looking around the yeah, draft board. Yeah. I blame Roman. Roman took David Johnson. That was my pick. So we're always getting screwed. You know what? Roman, Roman made a good pick. Roman made a good pick, and we all yeah, got screwed for it. He sure did. Great did. Job, Roman. Thank I'm you. Gonna go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and take something I don't usually do, but I'm going to go with Dak Prescott here. I'm going to go quarterback mid-rounds. Whoa. Stack. It's only because I have Amari Cooper. I want the stack. So I'm going with the quarterback here, and I really just didn't like any of my options there. So uh, we got Christian Kirk, Diggs, Taylor, I'm glad is off the board now, and then Marquise Brown, which I would have liked to get him. That would have been probably my next pick. So maybe I should have taken him beforehand. But uh, that's all right. I, I kind of like the uh, – I like changing it up a little bit here. But, uh, man, now I got a tough decision again here. Uh, do I go – I got to go either running back or receiver. Not really sure who I'm going with yet because this is a tough call, man. Wow. Uh, I'm really struggling over here, boys. I'll go – I'm going to go with my favorite running back left on the board, even though I do have a lot of bye weeks in week 11. I'm going David Montgomery here. I, I can't pass up on him, man. I, I, this is a guy I love to take right there at the uh, – this in the seventh round, man, feels like a steal for me. I love David Montgomery this year. Yeah, David Montgomery, in my opinion, at least, he's kind of in that tier of his own. Um, at least maybe him and Mark Ingram, but I think he's definitely better than David, David Singletary. He was kind of like the the sleeper pick last year. I mean, he just had a really tough rookie year. Of yeah. course, anyone in that Chicago offense, I tend to avoid just because Mitch Trubisky is your quarterback. If Nick Foles, and I can't believe I'm saying this, if Nick Foles is the quarterback, I feel a little bit better about Montgomery, but um, I think he's going to have a, he's gonna have a good workload, good year. Um, and I think that's overall is a good pick, but uh, – Singletary went after Montgomery and Kyler Murray too. 
another quarterback off the board. The 705 uh, brings me to my pick in the 706. Um, I'm really happy because after I made my last pick, one only one guy, I guess two guys, I had Hilton and Diggs that I was kind of hoping would follow me because I need a receiver. Um, and I'm, I know you guys are not high on T.Y. Hilton, but I think that Phillip Rivers and that Colts offense are going to be sneaky good this year. Um, I need another receiver. Um, and I'm looking at – so on the board here is Jarvis Landry, A.J. Green, Julian Edelman, Michael Gallup. Um, Landry, he is back from his uh, hip surgery. But as I mentioned when I took Joe Mixon, I think this Bengals offense is going to be good. I think having A.J. Green as my wide receiver three is going to be just amazing. I think the upside there is yeah. tremendous. He's, he is coming off an injury-riddled season, which kind of concerns me a little bit. But taking him here, taking a chance on him here, I really like. So I'm taking him with uh, – my seventh round pick. Yeah, that's a good pick, man. I, I was really hoping either him or Jarvis Landry were going to fall, but unfortunately, Team Seven stole him. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm regretting taking David Montgomery now because I wish I would have had one of those two receivers. I really considered going with AJ Green. Yeah, I think it's better if you have him as a flex, and if you can still consider him as a wide receiver one on on the Bengals in real life, then I think yeah. you're getting a steal uh, when you give him the seventh round. Um, it's my turn again. Uh, only Jarvis Landry went after him. I wasn't going to consider him at all. To me personally, I feel like no matter who I take, it'll be just a little bit of a reach. Um, there's Mark Ingram, DeAndre Swift on the board. Uh, I'm not going to take either one of them. Um, then the, the running uh, wide receiver group Drew mentioned. Um, tight ends, Ingram, Higby, Henry. It's going to be it's the same as the last mock draft, and I'm still not going to touch any of them. Um, this might be a little bit of a risky move. I, I really don't know. I don't trust Mark Ingram. And after Mark Ingram and Swift, there's still a couple more running backs I'm not high on. But the next running back available is his uh, backup, I guess you could say, or heir apparent, and that's wow. J.K. Dobbins. And I might get a, I'm going to draft him ahead of Mark Ingram. I don't care. Let's do it. Wow, that's a very interesting pick. I yeah. do like Dobbins, but probably not on my draft board here. Let's see how it pays out for you when we look at your actual roster. Because, yeah. Uh, the upside is definitely there for Dobbins, I would say. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like um, I know you're. You said you, you weren't really big on the other kind of receiving options. There are a few receivers out there um, that I probably would have taken before him because I, I would bank on being able to get him a little bit later in the rounds. But if you're all in on the Ohio State product, J.K. Dobbins, then sure, go ahead. Um, but before, after, before, after your previous pick, before your next pick, Roman uh, Russell Wilson, Tyler Higby, Drew Brees, and Julian Edelman all went off the board. So. Yep. You're up again at the 803. Yeah, it's completely fine by me. And uh, yeah, here we go. So the quarterbacks, uh, Ryan Allen, Wentz, those are kind of my group of quarterbacks I would take. But I think it's a little bit really for them. Um, Gallup, Jones, Fuller, Cooks. I think you're going to get something special in either one of those four. They all have a role to play in their offenses. Oh, it's tough. It's tough. I'm going to be a little bit of a homer here. I'm going to go Marvin Jones. And I think he's going to have good weeks as well. Come on, man. Marvin Jones is my favorite receiver left on the board. Oh, that is tough, man. That's that's a good pick. I was really hoping that he would fall to me a little bit later. Um, I wanted him bad. I like like Michael Gallup more than him, honestly. Um, I already well, I had I can understand already, that. So I would have gone Gallup as well yeah. over him. He he was actually my highest, but I just he's off my draft board right now because I already have Cooper. So that's why I said I really wanted Marvin Jones. Yeah, so Marvin Jones a big drop off after him. He's like every severely year. underrated right now. Every opinion. year, man. It's a great um, pick, man. He's and, and great he, pick. what is he your is he your wide receiver three, Roman? Yep, yeah, and he'll be on the bench. Yeah, he's on my that's, bench. That's awesome. That's a great spot um, for sure. I really so, like that. Will Fuller, um, who I think has the talent to be an easy wide receiver two, wide receiver one, maybe even, but he always gets injured, so uh, I was okay not taking him. Uh, he went after Roman's Marvin Jones pick, so I'm back on the board here, and this is tough. Um, so receivers, the top receivers on the board, um, Michael Gallup, Brandon Cook, Jameson Crowder, Deontay Johnson. Running backs are Mark Ingram, DeAndre Swift, James White, Raheem Mostert. I'm really deciding between Ingram or Gallup. Um, it's tough. This is really tough. I think I'm going to go with Mark Ingram here. Uh, really just shore up my running back position because that, that well really does dry up really quick. Yep. And I think Marvin, Mark Ingram, Marvin Ingram. Mark oh, wow. Ingram is like 
he's dropping way too far. Um, I think he's better. He's going to be better than DeAndre Swift, Raheem Mostert, especially having him as my RB4. Um, I mean, I think that's a really good value, especially here in the eighth round, because I think a lot of drafts, he's going like the sixth round. All right, so um, I cannot be happier with what just happened. I mean, I, I, I like the Ingram pick, but I really, really – You want the two wide receivers? What? You want what the two that? wide receivers and the quarterback? Uh, yeah, you yeah, go. you know. Um, I, I definitely like that. But uh, I'm ah, – man, this is tough. I think I'm going to go with DeAndre Swift here. Uh, I, I'm not as high on him either, but at this spot, I feel like it's just too hard to pass up on. And I just – I don't know. I feel like I can get which the guy that I wanted fell to me. Brandon Cooks, I'm going right back to the wall really quick. Brandon Cooks. My, my next pick is my wide receiver three. I'm very happy about that. That was a good draft move by me. Not taking Cooks over Swift because he probably wouldn't have fell to me. So I got each of the two guys in that spot that I really wanted. Uh, Gallup, like I said, would have been my clear pick at the first spot over Swift, but I already had Cooper. Don't really want to double up, and I already have the quarterbacks well, like Roman said. So would have been a dumb decision for me to just cap my upset with all three of them. I'll just interject and say that Debo Samuel went a couple picks after yours, Chris, and I was hoping he would be a, a later pick. Um, I know that reality is kind of caught up to him in the public. You're starting to realize that um, he'll be out for a few games, and therefore he should yep. be drafted very late in rounds. But yep. um, eight is still a little too early for me. He was drafted in the similar spot in our last mock draft. Yep, sure was, and that's not a spot I'm willing to pay out for him. But, yeah, Drew, you're on the clock after Gallup, Moster, or Brady, Debo, Gallup, Moster, Cooks for me. Cohen, Deontay Johnson, which is another guy that I actually like as well. Would have hoped that he would have fell to my next pick, but knew he wouldn't. Yeah, I was I was banking on one of Crowder. I knew Gallup would probably wasn't going to come back, but I was banking on one of either Cooks or Crowder to come back to me, um, and they neither of them did. Um, so, like, I want to say I'm regretting the running backs pick um, because James White is still on the board, and I know. Uh, People aren't super high on James White with the recent Lamar Miller signing, but I still like James White. I think he's going to be a good part of that offense. Um, and he's still on the board here. And then the receivers that I have to pick from are John Brown, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slade, and Anthony Miller. None of them really are like, hey, let's that, – that does not make you feel great at all. Um, so since this is a PPR league, I think I'm going to go a little against the grain here. Um, and I'm, I think I'm going to take – yeah, I'm going to take James White here. Really just finish up my running back spot. Um, I feel like one of those receivers are probably going to come back to me eventually. Um, and I, I'm not, I don't feel too passionately about any of them. And I like, I like James White. So see at I, that yeah. spot, I, I'm looking at the pick right after that. I would have taken him over. I really like Ronald Jones. I would I thought for sure that's who you were going with there, but, uh, you know, James White, I don't hate the pick in a full PPR in a half PPR and standard. I'm completely out on him full PPR. I'm willing to take him as some running back depth, but Ronald Jones probably would have been my pick there. I don't know. Ronald Jones though. I, with with the recent LaShawn McCoy signing, I know Ronald Jones, um, it, it still came out that he was still going to be the RB one there, but I, I, I don't, I don't know. I just don't, I don't, I don't love that. I feel like there is a little bit more uncertainty there. James White, I think he's shown that he's been a focal point of the offense, but at the end of the day, this is, he's my RB four. So it, it is what it is. I don't really, I'm not going to put too much thought into it. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think the, the, I, yeah. I think the value of White and Jones is going to, is going to decrease dramatically by their veteran signings. I just want to say that I wasn't going to take either one of them if they fell. But um, this is a good point in the draft. We kind of have to know the draft board and what teams have taken. The two teams uh, behind me or ahead of me have taken quarterbacks. And look who's still on the board, Josh Allen. I'm surprised he's fallen this far. So I'm, I'm not going to take him. But I'll wait another round because if the other teams take a quarterback, I think that'll be messed up because they don't need him. They just drafted them. So I'll wait on Josh Allen. I'll let him come back. To That's me. smart. Very smart decision there from you. Uh, Josh Allen, it's weird because I saw that he wasn't on the board and I saw you didn't have a quarterback. I'm like, I guarantee he goes Josh Allen here. But I also yeah. saw I, that's a very smart strategy. So if he gets back to your 10 all three spot, I guarantee I know you're going to take him. So that's, that's a good, really good yeah. pick. And I'm not going to waste any time getting a tight end. Uh, the ones that are still available are Ingram and Henry. But I'm not going to waste any time. I'll take Hayden Hurst. Um, I drafted them around a similar spot in our last draft. Uh, this is one round earlier, so it's not going to make too much of a difference. I'll take Hurst right here. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah. I do like Hayden Hurst. Um, 
I, I guess I kind of like your your Dobbins pick. I would maybe just I feel like you could probably wait a little bit because I I know, I mean this is the whole thing you get to know your your league and if if you feel like people are going to be taking Hurst higher, um, at least in most of the mocks I've done though, Engram and Henry have gone before her, so you could probably kind of wait a little bit. But Hurst is still a really good tight end. I think he's got some definite upside in that at, at Atlanta offense too because we saw how good Austin Hooper was last year. So good pick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after that pick, Roman, it went CeeDee Lamb, Cam Akers, Jordan Howard, and Emmanuel Sanders. So it sounds like your quarterback strategy worked out. Yeah, yes, really good strategy from Roman. Makes me regret my Jack Prescott pick from earlier because if I could have got Josh Allen with my last pick, I would have absolutely done it. That's a really good pick. And Ruggs went right after. So, Drew, you're on the clock. Yeah. Um, so I of these guys, I, I said I needed a receiver, um, and I kind of – benefited there um not too many receivers were taken at least the ones that were on my board um and i think right here i think i'm gonna go with john brown for the same reason that uh roman took josh allen i I like that buffalo offense i think uh john brown he's my wide receiver four which i don't feel great about i feel like maybe i should have taken instead of ingram maybe taken um a receiver at that spot even though ingram he did definitely fall um, but yeah, John Brown's my wide receiver four, backing up AJ Green, Tyler Lockett, Devontae Adams. I feel okay about that, so I'm taking John Brown. Not a bad pick for sure, John Brown. Uh, Evan Ingram goes after Matt Breda right after that. Now I'm stuck with a tough decision because I can go running back or receiver, but I don't not really in love with the many of these options that are on the board left. I mean, you get Philip Lindsay, this tier of Philip Lindsay, Tevin Coleman, carry on Marlon Mack are all kind of like high end handcuffed backs that are going to have some standalone value. They're all basically the same in my mind. So I don't think I'm going to go with any of them. So basically it, it comes down to the wide receiver position for me. It's basically just who do I want from this wide receiver uh, the, the entire wide receiver position. I think I'm going to go with Sterling Shepard here, man. Uh, he, he's proven that he could be a pretty wow. decent PR presence. And I really need a, I really need a wide receiver four. So I'm going to go with Shepard for a little bit of safety here over the other option, which was, uh, which was Darius Slade, which I'm not really high on him, but he went right after, right after that was Vaughn Preston Williams and Sony Michelle, which I'm completely out on Sony Michelle. So I'm absolutely fine with that. And the other receiver that I wanted also fell to me. So I'm not even going to look at the running back position or anything. I'm going with Jerry Judy here. Dang that's, it. that's a no brainer for me. I was hoping he would fall back to me. The strategy worked out. I am absolutely loving this team. I don't care what grade they give me. This is, this is definitely a favorite, my favorite team I've mocked so far. Every pick has been Pretty excellent besides a couple of picks that Roman and Drew have stolen from me. But other than that, it's gone pretty much as as well as I could have wanted it to. Yeah, I was I'll be honest, I was kind of out on your Sterling Shepherd pick. I feel like just the injuries are always yeah, concerned no, with it's him. A risky pick um, for sure. And even Daniel Jones, I, I worry about maybe the sophomore slump there with him, but um the Jerry Judy pick really hurt me because I, I was actually trying to find him when I took John Brown and I couldn't find him because um, it wouldn't – for some reason would not know his name. Um, so that's why I ended up taking John Brown. So that's a I, – I was thinking about taking Jerry Judy with my last pick. So that's a really good pick. Um, yes, sir. Now I need – I mean, I, I, I'm i looking at my, my remaining bench spots. I need a tight end. I need a defense. And I need probably two two more receivers and one more running back. And all these receivers, I feel like they can probably just based on their ADP. I feel like they can probably fall back to me in the next round. Um, yeah, and I think I'm going to go with a guy I kind of teased that a little bit earlier, um, Marlon Mack. I think he's tremendously underrated. I think because the Jonathan Taylor hype is just everyone's losing their minds over it, and I think he's a little bit overrated. I think Marlon Mack is incredibly underrated, and having him as my last running back, I, I like. So I'm going to take him. Yeah, that's not a bad pick at all. I mean, like that, that tier running back, I mean, I'm not really that interested in it, but at the same time, getting him in the 11th round, it's a pretty good value, and in, in this kind of turmoil this year with COVID going around, you're bound to have a starter or two go down with the, with the virus. So having having those high-end backups that can get you, what, 8 to 12 points and a week like Philip Lindsay, Carrion Johnson, Marlon Mack. I'm actually I, I take that back where I said that I wouldn't draft any of them. I would definitely take him around that range. So I, I do like the pick. Yeah, since it was just recently announced that Mack would actually be the starter as of right now, I think you're definitely going to get a steal in the eleventh round. He kind of has the same situation as Carrion Johnson, where they were the starters and now they're kind of get overtaken by some rookies. Um, but it just depends on what the coach speak is and what like, what they show from the first couple of games and whether how yep. they're going to utilize them. So if Max is a starter, then you got to steal in the 11th round. Yep, I, I yeah. agree with that. If you get a single starting week out of Marlon Mack, because you could probably put him in your lineup if he's the, the clear-cut starter week one. 
Uh, if you get a single week out of him where you get like 15 to 20 points, honestly, that pick's worth it for me because you can you can end up cutting him if he, if he's not involved in the second half of the year. Yeah. The ca- the caveat though with Mac is that you're gonna have to start him the first couple of weeks of the season, or else he might not have any value once Taylor yep. starts to get into his role. Yep. But you know, if you're gonna start him, put him in a flex. I don't have any problem with that. Me either. All right, Roman, you're on the clock, man. Yes. So there are a few running backs I still am targeting and a couple wide receivers late that I like. Um, I'm going to dip into the running back well. Um, the, the guy is pretty much in backup territory, but there is standalone value. Um, that's Latavius Murray, who I think uh, <laughs> did pretty decent since Kamara didn't have the best season last uh, year. So uh, I think Latavius will still have some standalone value, let alone uh, if Kamara does have a good season. You're a jerk. I want yeah. Murray bad. I thought he was going to fall back to me, but uh, unfortunately doesn't do so. That's a really solid pick from you. Uh, even if you don't have Kamara, which you clearly do not have me at the two spot, um, Murray has standalone value, and he's a, he's a great pick in these late runs. One of my favorites for sure. So that's that's maybe my favorite pick that you've made of the draft. I mean, I think it was a good pick. Um, I like Tevin Coleman a little bit better, and I almost actually took him over Marlon Mack. Um, and he That's went at the tw- he went the twelve oh one, but with Murray and Coleman, kind of like you said, um, there's really like there's not that much difference. You're kind of just drafting a guy to draft a guy because you need a running back at this point, and Murray's still a really good option. Um, the, the thing with Murray is if if Kamara goes down with another injury, Murray was literally the running yeah. back one the two weeks where he was the starter. If you get a single week out of him, this is a really good pick, and it's a guy in this. He has a little bit of value. I think he can get you six to ten points on a week if you really need an emergency start him, especially because you got Dobbins earlier. Maybe you need him to plug him into a lineup on a given week or something if Dobbins doesn't work out. So Murray here, like I said, I would much rather have him than Tevin Coleman, even though Tevin Coleman also has a little bit of upside as well. He could end up being the starter. I really like Murray. I would take him over pretty much all these running backs that have gone after Brita on. I would take I would take him over any of those guys personally. I think I think the upside is definitely higher for Murray than a lot of these other guys that are going around. But I also feel like the the floor is a lot lower for Murray yeah. too. Like you yeah, can, it definitely is. Like I feel like Coleman, you can probably count on him for more like a 10, 12 point week. Yeah. He doesn't have the potential to have a twenty point league like Murray does if Kamara goes down with an injury. Um, yep. But yeah, it just kind of depends. If if you want to take a chance on Murray, the upside is definitely there. So good good yeah, pick, that's, Roman. It's a great pick. After Murray went Hunter Henry. Uh, I always mispronounce his name, but Mike Jasecki. Kevin Coleman and then Darrell uh, Henderson, um, and now it's Roman's twelfth round pick, the third pick in the twelfth round. Yeah, I'm not gonna dip into a, a late wide receiver because I know that he'll fall back to me. I don't want to overdraft. Um, I will go for another running back. It'll be my seventh running back on my team, which wow. isn't a bad thing considering that you want enough depth, especially for this season. So I definitely don't mind going for a little bit more unconventional. Stack up as many players as you can. Um, yeah, I mean. So I, I'm- you only have three receivers. Though. That's my uh, my concern with your team is you're just going to really struggle with receiver depth. But you could always go with. You said you had a guy that you really liked that yeah, no, you can no get worries, later. Chris. No worries. I, I think I have. I have an idea. Uh, uh, I will go right. back into running backs, and it's going to be Zach Moss for me. Uh, we talked. We talked a little about about him in our division um, preview, but um, he's definitely going to be an upcoming running back. Uh, very going to very well compete with Singletary, and. Uh, you know, he's not gonna, he wasn't going to fall back to me, so I think this no. is the perfect time to take him. Yeah, I don't get the gap between Singletary and Moss. Uh, I mean, it's a five-round difference. I honestly see, as much as I like Singletary, I see Moss having about a 40% chance to even like get be the better fantasy running back. So with that difference, I mean, I, I think Moss should be going more in that ninth round, or Singletary should be going a little bit later, personally. Uh, but that's a good pick for sure. Back-to-back really nice picks that I like. So I, I definitely understand you not going receiver there because Moss was another guy I was absolutely looking at. I was kind of trying to talk you out of Moss. I had a feeling you were going to take him. So uh, that's a good pick. Yeah, I like it too. I'm sorry. I'm looking to make my next pick here. Um, so I was thinking about going tight end, but I just looked and every team has a tight end except me. So I think I'm not going to wait on that. Um and I I am incredibly happy, Roman, that you went back-to-back running backs. Not because I don't think they're good picks, but because I wanted receivers. And I did not think any of these guys were going to fall to me. But the fact that Mike Williams, Golden Tate, Jalen Rager, and Justin Jefferson all are still here, I did not think any of them were going to still be here when I took my last pick. Um, and although I do think the upside is there with Mike Williams, I still am unsure about their quarterback situation. Um, and Golden Tate, former Lion, 
bit of a homer pick, not going to lie, but he's a PPR machine. Um, he was still really good last year, even after the suspension, and he didn't play the full season. So I'm taking him here uh, as my wide receiver, I think, five. Yeah, wide receiver five. Yeah, Golden Tate, not a bad pick. And Darius Geis goes with a 12th wow. round. Oh, no. He doesn't even have a team. That is a terrible <laughs> pick. And that Niners defense back-to-back, I could not be happier with the two picks that were just made because I have my pick of literally whoever I want after Golden Tate, which I do like that pick. But um, I think I'm going to reach here. And this may take my stock a little bit, but this is a guy I'm higher on than everybody else. I need a running back. It's my favorite one left on the board. Uh, actually, the guy that – they probably should have drafted over Darius guys. It's Antonio Gibson for me, man. I mean, I think he's got a chance to have some upside here. Maybe, like I said, or probably a reach for me. And it, like I said, may take my draft. I don't care. I want Gibson. I absolutely love this team. I, I could get a five. My grade could be five out of hundred on this. I don't care, man. I, I'd love this team. I, this is the best team I think I've drafted. I mean, but. I, I, I like the pick, especially with Geist not being there anymore. Obviously, the other guy that you kind of have to worry about is Adrian Peterson, who's also still on the board. But when you look at the guys at this range, um, like you see Hines, Tony Pollard, Duke Johnson went after your pick there. I mean, there's really – Peterson, Alexander Madison. I mean, you're you're it's late in the round. You maybe waited too long to take a running back, and it's just kind of – I think Antonio Gibson, I think, is by far probably the guy that got has the most upside here. Yeah. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying as well. There, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pick another upside pick as well. If Dalvin Cook goes on with an injury, this guy's a locked and loaded at yep. least RB two. I'm going Alexander Madison. Uh, I need another running back depth piece on my team. Uh, that's another guy that I was hoping would fall to me. So that's why I went with Gibson first, so I could grab Madison next, and it worked out well. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying this is gonna happen later, but if it does, man, I'm getting everybody that I want. Besides maybe like Sterling Shepard, that was kind of just a. a, a guy that i just took because i took him i don't know but everything else i I love every other pick i've made every other guy i'm really happy with where i got him yeah i i i like both those guys um for every reason that i mentioned earlier when i didn't take dalvin cook um that's every reason for taking madison especially this late in the rounds because yep uh i I, i'm just not a cook believer i had him a couple years ago and he just like went off and then he got hurt and i was just I, yep. I'm 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 blinded by that for the rest of my life. I feel like. So. <laughs> um, anyway, though, I'm here at the 1306. Um, again, there's two receivers here that like I, I want to go tight end. I feel like I kind of need to go tight end, but at the same time, these receivers are still here that I like. Um, and I'm going. I'm I'm deciding between either Jalen Rager or Justin Jefferson, two rookies. Uh, guys are going to be probably, probably forever intertwined because a lot of Philly fans are upset that Rager was taking over Jefferson. Um, and I think I'm going to maybe reverse history a little bit here. I think I'm going to go Jefferson over Rager just because um, Philly, I mean, I don't know. Philly's got a lot of injuries. This is my last receiving spot. What's Who cares? <laughs> who cares? I'm, I'm taking Justin Jefferson. I like Justin Jefferson a little bit more. So taking him at my receiver. Yeah, um, I do like Jalen Rager too, though. And especially if you get him this late. As your last receiver, I think that's a really good value. Yeah, me too. I like that pick as well. I like either one of those guys there. It's a, it's a good pick. But, Roman, you're on the clock, man. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of expecting you to take Rager, actually, which would have made my job easier because I wouldn't have taken Justin Jefferson. I, did. I said this last draft, and I'll say it again. I don't draft division rivals. I, I, don't, know if you feel <laughs> this, I don't know if you're on that bandwagon, Drew, but I just can't do it. So that makes it a little tough because uh, the guy that I did want is still here, but there's also Rager, so – that makes it a little bit more difficult. But um, I'm going to stick to my gut and pick the guy that I'm originally going to take. Uh, if Rager falls back to me, then I'll take him there. But um, I'm going to take Brandon Ayuk, who I think has a little bit more value. Uh, definitely going to replace Debo for the first couple of weeks, and it will get a lot, a lot of work. So I'm happy to have yeah, him on the team. Yeah, that's a good pick. Um, I just saw Carson Wentz go with the 13-10. That's Another crazy. reason why I do not want to take my quarterback early, but I went with – deck because I didn't really like my options. I'm absolutely regretting it because I could have even taken a guy I didn't like and gotten once in the 13th round. Oh man, that's and that Stafford and Stafford and Rogers and Cam Newton are all still on the board too. Ah, uh, yep. I will. Yeah, I will not be doing. Even though I do love this team, I will not be going quarterback early. I think, no I think I think with quarterback even more so than tight end. Um, if you miss out on the top two guys, just like just wait, just right, absolutely wait until the very that's end. That's for sure. But Roman, you're back on the clock. Yeah, the IU pick that I did like for sure. I did like and, that. And Rager is still on the board, so uh, I kind of mentioned that there was two wide receivers <laughs> I was hoping for late, and one is still available. I'm I, the Rager pick not being a pick is still kind of throwing me off because 
it's kind of interfering with my idea of what I wanted to do. But um, I'll kind of just spoil it right now. If if Rager wasn't there, I would have gone with uh, Michael Pittman Jr., who I think is a great great pick, uh, second round pick in the actual draft. But uh, I don't. I'm not really high on T. Y. Hilton as maybe you were, Drew. But um, I think by the end of the season, he could maybe be the A. J. Brown type or the Metcalf yeah. type. Pittman's uh, beast. Yeah. Yeah. So it's either Rager or Metcalf or uh, Michael Pittman Jr. Here. You did kind of throw me off, so I'm going to take a little bit of time to figure that out. So, you know, there's there's upside with either one of them, but I think, you know, with Philadelphia, they had some opt-outs. So, you know, yeah. Alshon Jeffrey, I think, is hurt. Um, Goodwin opted out. And then besides that, you really don't have much available there. But in Indianapolis, there's T.Y. and maybe Paris Campbell can maybe step up a little bit. But... I don't know, this is really tough. I wish I could have drafted Pittman, but I think he normally goes undrafted, so I could definitely pick him up on a free agency. So I will go with Rager here because uh, normally he'll be drafted and he'll probably not come back to me. And the yep, two wide receivers uh, I wanted are still there, or I got, so I think it ended up working out for me. I'm pretty happy with my wide receiver group. Yeah, I like I like the Rager pick there as well. That would have been my next guy on the board, so I'm a little bit disappointed you took him, but uh, there's a couple other guys I like, so Drew, just don't take one of those. Um... Yeah, I, I mean, I really like the Rager pick, and I think especially here late in the draft, I mean, I did it with Jefferson. Uh, Roman, you just did it a couple times as well. Um, just take some rookies. Like, just take some flyers on guys that have incredibly high value because or high high potential, high ceilings, because I think they have – both those guys can be really good players, especially this late in the round. I mean, that's crazy. Um, so I'll be honest. I'll kind of spoil my, my pick here. Um, I was going to go defense right now. And uh, but I can't for some reason. It's not coming up. The defenses are just not coming up for me. So I guess I'm not gonna go defense, which is kind of weird. I'm not sure. Do you guys see defense on your screens? Uh, I do not. Okay, so I guess we're gonna have to figure that out when the time comes. But I only have two spots left: tight end or defense. And tight end. This is a guy that I can't believe he's still on the board. And it's Jared Cook. Um, I mean, like you see, Gronkowski went after Roman, took Rager right before my pick. Um, I think Cook is has more upside than Gronkowski. I think Cook has a lot more upside than a lot of these guys already went at tight end. So I'm definitely going with Jared Cook here as my tight end. Um, yeah, I think that just, that's just another sign of like just waiting on tight end because uh, yep. you can still get good value late in rounds if you miss out on the top two guys. Yeah, I, I do like that I went with Travis Kelsey really early. That's a pick that I, I actually may make in, in the actual our actual draft later tonight, which uh, surprising to me myself, but after seeing this team that I've drafted, man, I'm really excited about it. So, I mean, that, that might be a decision for, for later as well, but uh, I'm glad uh, there's a couple of receivers. I still like uh, believe Michael Pittman's still on the board. I'm going to go with him here. Uh, uh, it's a guy that I, I was, I was definitely considering. Uh, there was a couple of receivers. I liked It might've been a little bit of a reach, but that's my favorite guy left. And Hardman was my other decision there, but uh I'm on the clock again. Uh, for defenses, you just have to search them up. Unfortunately, it's kind of annoying, but um, if you just search them up, you can draft them. I went with the Eagles defense. Uh, you guys were talking about trying to take them from me earlier. Uh, it's inevitable that I'm going to get them, so don't try that. Don't try to mess with me like that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Um, I am absolutely shocked that the New England defense and the Chicago defense are still on the board here. Um I mentioned before that I was still I was I would have trying to I was trying to take a defense when I took Jared Cook, um, and I probably would have went with either Buffalo or Baltimore. Actually, I don't even know about Buffalo. I probably go with Baltimore for sure over both New England and Chicago. But all the other defenses that we're taking with New Orleans and Philadelphia, I like New England and Chicago more. Um, and for those that don't know, I am a big Patriots fan, um, so I'm gonna go with the Patriots here. But I do like the Bears defense too. I think it's a really good defensive pick. Yep. I don't know uh, about that. I don't know. The Patriots had so many opt-outs, man. Uh, that's why that's they were still point. on board for me. That's a good point, and I completely forgot about all those opt-outs. Yeah, uh, if I had, if I had, if I had to do it again, I would, I would do the Bears. I was, oh, yeah. that's if I had to do it again, I'd do the Bears. But Patriots, whatever, I'll deal with it. You Make sure you remember that for later tonight. I will. Thank God we're doing this right now because now I remember that all the Patriots had all the opt-outs. So. Yep. <laughs> Not a bad now, time for it. So when and you now, see my when I say my final roster, I'm just gonna say Chicago's defense because that's the one I would have taken <laughs> if I would have actually thought about it. <laughs> and now the defense I want is still available. I'm gonna go with Indianapolis, who's playing Jacksonville week one. Yeah. Should be um, a pretty good game. For that's them. a good. That's a good pick for yeah. sure. And uh, the draft is over. What did everybody get? Oh my god, that's a, that's a good uh, grade for you. I got it. Yeah. 
A minus 90 out of 100. And I, I ended up with a 96, man. Wow, that is easily the best I've ever done in any draft. And I, like I said before, I told you there was a couple picks in there that I thought were just going to tank my grade. Like, I didn't care about it. I, I took Gibson. I reached out him like three rounds earlier than his, his ADP was going, as well as a guy like David Montgomery. I took him a little earlier than ADP. But uh, this is what I got, man. That's, that's an excellent. That's the best grade I've gotten. I told you I like this team a lot, and it worked out well for me. So I'm Do very happy. teams quickly? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and start it. So, as the winner, as your champion here, like I am every time, just like I beat Roman last time. I got Dak Prescott, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs. Which I love that dude. I completely forgot I even took Josh Jacobs in that draft. So I really like him as my RB two. Uh, Amari Cooper, and then I stole DJ Chark from Roman. I knew he really wanted him, so I'm happy I got him. And then Travis Kelsey, David Montgomery, DeAndre Swift as my tight end and flex spots. Philly's defense which I also like them as well. And then on my bench, I have Brandon Cook, Sterling Shepard, Jared Judy, Alexander Madison, Antonio Gibson, and Michael Pittman Jr. That is a good team, man. I don't toot my horn much. This is the time I do. Hopefully that's that carries funny, over to the, tonight. That's the funniest thing you said all, all episode, Chris, that you don't toot your, that dude, you don't toot your own horn that much. <laughs> um, Roman, how would you go next? Because I don't think you said your grade yet either, unless I just missed it. Uh, no, the grade doesn't really matter in drafts. As long as you're happy with it. Okay, all, all right. <laughs> hey, uh, well, what did you get, man? So, so, so anyways, I got Josh Allen, Tyler <laughs> Zolaire, and Kenyon Drake, along with DJ Moore and Devontae Parker. My tight end was Hayden Hurst. Flexes were Chris Carson, David Johnson, with the Colts defense, who I got very, very late. And on my bench is Marvin Jones, J.K. Dobbins, Latavius Murray, Jalen Rager, Zach Moss, and Brandon Ayuk. Now, obviously, the draft doesn't determine uh, whether you're going to win the league or not. It's all about the... Uh, pick up pickups and plays you make throughout the season, trades maybe. So you don't win the you don't win the league at the draft, and that's that's for sure. That, that's usually what I hear from guys that make bad bad <laughs> draft. So uh, yeah, I, I like to hear that from you. What was your grade? Tell us what your grade. Yeah, was. yes, your I grade. Got, I got a seventy-eight, which I, I don't oh. know. If, I, don't, I don't remember if that was better or worse than last time. I got like in the same spot. <laughs> you definitely you definitely took some guys that I would have probably waited on a little bit later. But they definitely have high potential. Like the first I one, the pro- I think the problem is that they uh, they didn't like that I didn't I waited on wide receiver so much. But I'm very happy with my team to be honest. Yeah, I mean, so. and you still got you still got Rager really late, but yeah. Uh, maybe the I think the Dobbins pick is what really tanked your uh, your team, and I don't know if I, I probably wouldn't have taken him there. You know, I mean, going seven picks after Jonathan Taylor, even though I'm not high on Taylor, there's I in terms of what I would actually take them, I'd probably take Taylor two or three rounds earlier than. Dobbins, so that may have tanked your value. I mean, I liked a lot of your late round picks too, so I am surprised your, your grade was that low. But uh, that was one of the picks where I was a little surprised about. Like you said, though, as long as you love your team, that's all that matters. Fantasy just for fun, anyway. Um, <laughs> so we'll jump into my team. Um, so I got a ninety A minus. Um, I got Patrick Mahomes, a quarterback. Um, he dropped, and I if I had to do it over again, just because like there was other quarterbacks that were there really late, I probably would have waited. But I still, I mean, you get Patrick Mahomes where I got him at. I'm, I'm happy with that. Uh, Mixon and Gurley at my, as my running backs. Um, I like, I, I would like better RB ones and RB twos, but I'm really happy with my depth that I'll get to here in a second. I really like that. Adams and Lockett at my wide receivers. Really love that. Jared Cook tight end. The fact that I got him with my second to last pick, really happy with that. And as I mentioned with my running back depth, uh, I had James Connor, Mark Ingram, James White, and Marlon Mack. Um, yeah, that's I pretty really good. like all the, the depth I have there. Uh, defense I had was New England Patriots versus the <laughs> Chicago Bears um, oh, because that's the one I would have taken. Uh, and then receivers, backups, I have A.J. Green is my wide receiver three. I love that pick. Really love that pick. Love um, that John pick. Brown, I was kind of like, eh, I kind of took him just because he was there. But the fact that I got Golden Tate and Justin Jefferson as late as I did really kind of makes up for that. Yeah. So um, overall – um I like the, the main thing i would try to do to change it would be the defense obviously um and maybe try and it just kind of is based on the, how the draft falls to you right i mean i would have loved to take a running back preferably with my first overall pick but um i'm not in love with cook and i think Devonte adams in my opinion at least was obviously the top guy there but yeah. um yeah i'm gonna look at the draft board for any trends are going on but nothing's really uh making making me uh complain i think uh i won't have a pretty solid draft even the computer teams but except for that guy's pick which is uh completely uncalled for but yeah um, and a couple a couple teams took like six tight ends too which kind of confused me but um 
You, if you if you look at a little analyzation of the draft, you just <laughs> see that I absolutely dominated this draft, man. You know, uh, you're you're less than a hundred points better than me. How about we call uh, that? I, what I heard from that is that I absolutely dominated. This draft. And look at my bench. Look at hey, X that out. Look at my bench. My bench. Yeah, look is at my, by far look at my be- bench. Your bench dude, is awful. Stinks. All right. So when one of your guys goes down with an injury or tears their ACL, I'll I'll swoop in and steal the lead championship. That's what I got. Uh, I'm 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 not hearing that. You, from that. You, what I'm hearing is that I just I'm the best. I mean that's bad. You have, you have by far the best starters, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you just look at my team, man. I mean, it's let's just wait. Incredible. Go back to. I want to see where did Roman? Where did Roman go? Where did Roman stand? I'm at the bottom, but I'm not uh, in the middle either. So you know. <laughs> seven, Roman seven. You got the, not to be a he's playoff got, team. He's got a top end uh, bench though. So again, he he, he drafted a good bench. I, I mean, I, really I think got... it was just that Dobbins pick for me that was the pick that I was really like, whoa, that was kind of surprising. The rest yeah, of them man. I thought were solid. I, I as well was a little surprised by the Dobbins pick. It may have tanked your grade more than you would have liked, but um, what I'm seeing from this later it, on today, <laughs> what I'm absolutely seeing is that I am going to win my our fantasy football league this season. I think it is okay. an absolute. It's just an absolute. It's inevitable. I mean, I, I've had a couple down years in our league, back to back years, haven't been the playoffs. But you look at a team like this, man. It's just incredible. It really you, is. I can't. You also can't have to get take enough it. of it. I have to take into account, though, is that this, which I kind of don't love about this mock draft, is because it's very, like, computerized. Like, it's very, like, yes. yeah. it's very, like, by the book. Um, but, you know, like, I mean, I got Patrick Mahomes, what, round four, right? Or round three. three. Round three. He's going round one, early round two in probably every draft just because of how big a name he is. Same yeah. with Lamar, probably even Tom. I, I don't think Tom Brady, did he go undrafted? Or did he, he went super late if he did. He went round eight. Yeah, he's he's not going round eight. He's going a lot higher than that because your league, you got those guys, and yeah, no, like if wherever you're from, you know, people from that team are going to get drafted super high too. So we're all from Detroit, so Lions are going to get picked way higher. So um, even though, like Chris, honestly, even though you got a good team right here, you had the potential to maybe even get a better team when we draft later tonight, just because you know guys are just going to take random... I remember a few years ago I was in a league after Cam Newton won the MVP and Cam Newton went first overall. And it just absolutely blew up everybody's boards because it was like, what's going on? But Know your uh, league. Know your league. And a kind of similarly insane pick from last season is uh, in the fourth round of our draft, we had someone take and this, oh my god, I can't, it's hilarious. So he went with the tight end in the fourth round, and you might think, oh, maybe he went with, uh, you know, OJ Howard or something like that. Remember, he was a big time bust last yeah. year. He went with Kyle Rudolph in the fourth round of our draft last season, who was maybe the tight end twenty five on everybody's board, but Yikes. he was convinced by another league member to take Kyle Rudolph in the fourth round. And it was incredible. And I, I still remember that moment last year. That's what I'm saying though. Like every it's there's some people that are just so unpredictable. And I wish that this mock draft they had some sort of like formula to make it a little bit more unpredictable. But still it's 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 a lot better than ESPN mock drafts, if I'm being honest, because it's just a lot quicker and you don't have people on auto draft all the time. It's it's very helpful. But I wish I wish it somehow included that that aspect or that element of just complete randomness that you will see in every draft. Um, so okay, so one pick I do that really stands out to me, and this is a random player, but round six, this might be one of the worst picks I've seen in the draft. It's Christian Kirk going to team two. I mean, what round six? I'm not taking Christian Kirk anywhere inside the top twelve rounds. He was he wasn't that good last year. He's a very boomer bust player in fantasy, and he's got DeAndre Hopkins coming in, and that like. They're going to spread the ball out as well. I think Kirk is at best a wide receiver three or four that go, belongs in it no earlier than round 11. So that was a guy. He took him even before Hollywood Brown, which the team same team got. And you're taking him over Stefan Diggs or A.J. Green as well, man. I am or even Jarvis Landry. Or even yeah, exactly. Julian Edelman, Marvin Jones, Crowder, Samuel Fuller. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Like, I think that's an absolutely terrible pick. That was really yeah. kind of surprising to me because in a lot of the drafts I've done, Kirk has gone more in like the CD Lamb, Henry Ruggs right. tier. That's where he belongs. And I, I, I like him, honestly. Range. I like him there. Like, and I, I was kind of hoping he was going to drop a little bit more. Round when I 10, saw that, I was kind of surprised. It wouldn't be a terrible spot for him, but I mean, yeah. you look at him taking him even over Gallup. I, I just couldn't see it, man. I, I, don't, I don't get that pick at all. Maybe Team yeah. 9 is from Arizona. Who knows? Or Team 2 is from Arizona. Moral of the story is that uh, your draft will go all right at some point, and as long as you stick to your rankings and stick to your guts, uh, take the value where it's at and don't yeah. get into the peer pressure. 
Yeah. Don't and also don't like if you if you go in with a strategy of like I'm taking a ride right or running back first round, then I'm taking a running back the second round. Don't don't like stick to a structured format. Like no adapt right. to the draft as it goes. Absolutely. Um, and that's kind of what I did with Kelsey. Uh after Julio and Goblin went off the board, which were a guy and Mixon were the, which were guys I definitely would have taken over Kelsey. There was nobody on my board ranked higher than Travis Kelsey. So I went with him. I mean, and I and it worked out well because I was able to get Josh Jacobs in the third round. And it, it, like I said, I think those first four picks really set the tone for me. Uh, not even trying to be cocky anymore like I was earlier. I, that, being serious, uh, I think in terms of the draft, I, I got a little bit lucky with players that I really that were higher on my board falling to me at spots the, that I like. The Jacobs pick was really lucky, I'll say that. Yeah, it was. I don't think he will go in the third round. I'd be willing to take him in the early second round. So, I mean, if he falls to the third round, I he, he will be snatched up by yours truly yet again, no matter <laughs> where the pick is. One other piece of advice that we didn't even mention in our last drafts, but I would like to say it now, is that uh, if you see four or five players from the same position going in a row, don't feel like you have to take one right yep. after. Always yep. yeah, go, I agree. go find the value. Don't uh, don't uh, end runs. Start them, or if you're going to be at the in front of a, a, a run, take a different position because the value will always be there. Yep, that's uh, a great point from Norman there as well. That's, that's one of my favorite draft tips as well on draft day. Don't feel like if, if people are starting to take quarterbacks early, don't feel boxed yeah. into taking one. I mean, it's it's just going to help you in the long run because people are – once they get their quarterback, they're not going to take another one for a while. So you can wait a longer time for the guy you really want, which for me it's Carson Wentz. So once everybody yeah. else takes a quarterback, he's just going to continue to fall in the draft, and I'll get him. And if I don't get him, oh, well, I'll take somebody else. It's not a big deal. I mean, you're going to – People are going to reach on on players to get the same position. You're going to see those runs like you see Sutton, Lockett, McLaurin, Parker, Metcalf. That's a pretty good run right there. But if you were to take, if you were to keep going with guys like Christian Kirk, Diggs, Marquise Brown at that spot, you're reaching on the players. Whereas Melvin Gordon, you know, you see him fall the way to the back of the fifth. I'm absolutely willing to take him there. So you know what I mean? Like that. Even David Johnson, that's a great pick at the sixth spot. I mean, you you, you let the wide receiver run happen because there was a ton of receivers in a row, and then you were able to get a guy like. And James Conner as well is a running mix that should have been going before a lot of those receivers. Yeah, and also I, I just want to echo again, wait on the quarterbacks. It's Stafford and in this draft we just did, Stafford and Rodgers are free agents right now. So Stafford uh, can, went in round they both went round fourteen. Oh, you're right. They're back. If, if, if you do kickers, then they'll essentially be free agents. Yeah. Even Drew yep. Brees is a backup. I don't know how that happened. That's weird. Yeah. Team ten's got yeah. some weird stuff going on there. Um <laughs> But yeah, any any final thoughts you guys have? No, I, no, it was a, a a really fun mock draft. It it got me ready for tonight. Uh, I I'm I'm very ready to go. Yeah, I'm I'm excited um, for our draft tonight. Um, Chris is riding on his high horse. Yeah, yeah. Chris is uh, gonna just confidence yeah. booster. He's gonna he thinks he's he thinks he's so sweet now. He's gonna take Mark Andrews in round three and say it's a sneaky good pick or whatever. Talk about his. <laughs> <laughs> talk about his starts talking about analytics and losing his mind or whatever. But um, Josh, yeah. Jacob, Josh Jacobs will go at the at the beginning of round two and you'll be like, oh, I had him at the beginning of round three, actually. Yeah, or like, yeah. No, what's gonna happen is he's gonna try to get the same exact team, and Josh Jones is gonna go like round two, and he's just gonna like everything's just gonna blow up. He's just gonna have like a break, and he's just gonna start taking all these random guys like Josh <laughs> Allen round three and all of this. Uh, yeah, but. I'm definitely excited. I'm I'm really excited, like I say, because of the randomness. Um, I'm really excited to kind of see that element because this mock, um, it's very by the book, and you're you're gonna really kind of. I I love feasting off people that just are just super random and do no research. It's a lot of fun. But uh, Roman, do you have any final thoughts before we close out? Um, no, it was just a good episode. Just uh, the first one with all three of us, so it was a nice one to kick it off. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, so we are the Zone Defense Podcast. Like I said at the top, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Spotify and Twitter at Zone Defense Pod. Um, you can also search us anywhere you listen to your different podcasts. Um, we, we have a ton of different episodes up there. Uh, we, like Roman and Chris said, they did a fancy mock draft a few weeks ago. We have a bunch of NFL division deep dives. We did an NBA bubble episode, so be sure to check those out if you haven't already. Um, but, yeah, that's it, and thanks for listening to this episode. We'll see you next time. Peace.